Welcome. If you're a woman who has a sense that there's more out there for you, you're in the right place. I'm Whitney Baker, host of the Electric Ideas podcast. Somewhere along the line of working kids, life carried on, but I lost track of my truth. I'm on a reflective journey, and that's what this podcast is all about. Each week, I interview a woman who is lighting her own path and offering others hope. Before our conversation ends, we'll share a reflective question for you to explore. Sometimes all we need is a jolt, a fresh idea, an aha moment that connects us to a sense of possibility. This, my friends, is what I call an electric idea. Welcome back to Electric Ideas with Whitney Baker. I can't wait to chat with today's guest, Bia Boaz. Bia is creator of Theta Breathwork, a novel technique she uses to help bring your brain to a deep state of relaxation in order to ease mental, physical, and emotional shifts. Bia uses this technique to help entrepreneurs release blocks and create massive impact and income. Welcome, Bia. I'm so happy to have you on the show. How's it going? Same. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you invite me to this container, and I'm super excited to see what is going to come up from that. Yes, I love your openness to explore, and I like to get right into it, as you know. And one of the things that you have so much knowledge about is money mindset. And I I love this concept because I think it's something that could help people if they had an awareness, but some people, this is brand new to them. So why don't we start by kind of giving us a feel for how you define it and go from there. Wow. Direct to the hot seat. I love that. Yeah. So I don't consider myself as an expert in money mindset, but I consider myself someone that experienced a lot through the process of getting better right? Better in my money mindset. And it's so funny because every time that I set the intention to really work on that and really work in my money mindset, it's crazy how everything's shifting my life. And like financially, like the last time that I really set my intention and I asked my husband that he is more expert in that. And, and it's hard because when you have a relationship, it's hard to really separate and ask that person that it's your loved one, like to be your coach or to help you with that. But I consider myself really good at that. And the last time I asked him, I was like, can, can we do like a money mindset workshop? Can you like, just guide me and help me to just unlock a little bit more? Because I feel that, that there are some blocks happening and it's like blocking me to really receive the abundance that I feel that it's coming, you know? And it was great because like, right after we did that, literally my goals that I, my financial goals that I had just in block like that. It was like one week after like new private clients start to come and like business was just happening. It was crazy. But I have a great story to, to talk about that actually. So I'm Brazilian. I was born and raised in Brazil and I lived my whole life in Brazil. And my background actually is in marketing. So I was graduating in Brazil. I worked in marketing industry for a long time, almost 10 years in the marketing industry. And for from this 10 years, almost seven years, I was working in the same company. And it's one of the best companies really to work in Brazil. It's a, an amazing company that really, really help a lot of people really invest in the employees. And, and, and it's a cosmetic company. It's called Natura. But they, are, they have like this very deep intention to really help people and just make people thrive through life. And so I worked many years there and I was getting promoted and growing and expanding. And I used to love the marketing industry and I used to love to understand how the mind works, what drives our behavior to really buy something and things like that. So I was 
very happy there. But then I got a proposal from Mind Valley, which is a personal growth company. And I was going through this path of really get deeper in myself, really learn more about myself. And I got this proposal, which was financially not the best play for me, but my heart was calling me to that opportunity. So I did that. I quit my job in Brazil. I moved to Malaysia to work with Mind Valley. And the salary was not a great opportunity for me. I was making way less than I was making in Brazil. But I was really happy to be in a new country, to be in a new culture and to grow my skills and strength and get better as a marketer. So in this process, I start to have some challenge. I start to gain a lot of weight. I was not really happy with the work that I was doing. My salary was not being enough for what I was living. I had weeks where I literally had no money, literally no money to eat. I had to borrow from my boss at that time because I didn't want to ask my parents. I didn't want to ask friends or things like that. So my, my boss at that time borrowed me money so I could literally eat. And it was a very tough time for me. So at that moment, I was like, okay, I need to do something here. Like, what should I do? Like, I, I literally have no money to eat. And this is, I felt so embarrassed. I cannot even share this with anyone because it was my decision to do this move, right? So I was going through all this process. And I remember at that time, I was like, okay, Mind Valley had a, a course that it's called Money EQ. And it was a great course that really, really helped me to unblock this mindset around money. And one of the, I think the biggest highlight for me from this course and the name of the author and, and, and teacher is Kenda Honda. He is, I think he is Japanese, if I'm not wrong. And he teaches a lot about this Japanese philosophy around money and how money is energy. And if we think, I love to talk about that and we can dive deeper into that later. When I talk about manifestation, I'll talk, I talk about the management of energy. And that's what manifestation is. It's just about managing, learning how to manage your energy because we are all energy. If we take a little piece of your brain and we see that little piece, we're going to see that that brain is made of tissues and that tissues is made of cells and that cells are made of molecules and these molecules are made of atoms and atoms are energy. So we are energy. Everything is energy. And when we talk about money, money is energy also. So I start to change my perspective around how was my relationship with that energy. So what is the thing that I believe about this energy exchange that I'm doing? Like I'm receiving money. So I'm receiving this energy. What is the energy that I'm giving? Like what is the, the work that I'm offering? What is the energy that I'm offering? So I start to shift. I, I think one of my biggest shifts was like to really see money as energy, not like as a piece of paper that really gives value to something. So I start to see like, okay, if money is this exchange of energy, and if every time that I'm spending something, that I'm investing something, I am like feeling contract in my body and I'm feeling like scared that I'm feeling like, oh my God, I don't have enough money. What is the energy that I'm putting into that moment? It's a scared energy, right? It's a very low vibration frequency that I'm creating that moment. So one of the biggest highlights and, and insights for me in that course was that he was always saying that every time that you give money to something, if it's virtually, if it's cash, whatever is this money representation, you have to bring also an energy of gratitude because that energy is an exchange. 
that energy is what you're putting and then what you're getting back. So I start to even that moment. I remember perfectly. This was a great example. I was going through that course. I literally had no money and I was going from my apartment to work and I got in the subway and I didn't have money to purchase the, the ticket and my tickets that I had was not enough. And I was like, oh God, what should I do here? Like, I, can't, I cannot even, like, I don't have any money in my bag. I cannot go back to my apartment because I don't have money. And I, I had like a Starbucks. So I went to that Starbucks and I asked the guy in the Starbucks, I was like, do you have like, and, and in Malaysia is ringgit, it's not dollar. So I, I asked him like, do you have like five ringgit? I promise I can bring you later. Like I literally don't, don't have right now to go to work. And this is the first time that I'm telling this story, by the way. And he looked at me and he was like, yeah, sure. And he gave me the five ringgit and I'm getting super emotional right now because it was like a very tough process for me to be like humble and go there and like, do you have five ringgit so I can get the subway and go to work? So he gave me that. He gave me 10 actually. And he was like, no, keep the change. And whenever you can, you can bring back here. So I went there and the moment that he gave me that, I was like thanking that. And then I had an opportunity a few days later to give money to another person. And I gave that money to the person that was asking me. And I was so thankful in that moment because I knew that this was just an exchange. So this was like the first moments that I started to really shift the perspective and the way and the feeling and the emotions that I was attaching to money. The other big shift for me was when I started to really be intentional to what I believe about my relationship with money, what I believe about money. So if money is energy, what is the, the, the thing that I believe? What are my belief system around that energy, right? So I start to see that I grew up in a house where money was not something that you we could talk about. First of all, I could not talk about money because it was something that it's not good for us to talk. So how can you nourishing a relationship that you cannot even talk about that, right? So I start to uncover all the beliefs that I had around money and I, and I start to choose, is this a belief that really serves me? Like, is this a belief that makes me more abundant or is it a belief that makes me more scared of money, makes me more like resistant to money, makes me more angry at money. And then I start to change and choose empowered beliefs that really would make me more abundant. And then you just see the shift happening. It's it's crazy. Like when you start to unlock and rewire these beliefs that you have around money is the moment that just life just flow, life just show to you and, and really respond to that energy that you are putting into that. So I think I I spoke a lot, but that's a little bit of the work that I did in myself to really unlock a lot of things. And and this is, again, it's a relationship. So if you want to get in a more intimate relationship with, with someone, what do you do? You nourish that relationship, right? You talk with that person, you communicate it, you go for dates, you go in deeper conversations, and that's what creates connection. That's what how you're nourishing a relationship. You get honest with this person, right? So that's what do I start to do with money? I start to nourish my relationship with that. I start to talk about that. I start to uncover deep conversations. I start to treat that uh, relationship in a good way so I could be more abundant in that relationship. Yes, I appreciate your vulnerability and willingness to share because 
it seems like you were in a stable and growing place and you listened to your heart and made this big jump, knowing that it was going to be a financial risk. And then you experienced total scarcity, which is hard when you're spending a lot of energy, just getting by and thinking about what you're going to eat. I think it's just your trajectory is very interesting to me because now you help entrepreneurs scale and remove money blocks and create impact and income. And we're going to talk all about that in a little bit. But first, I guess, since you've been there yourself, you've given this, like you said, I like how you said, like a relationship, you've nourished your own relationship with money. And now you help others do the same. When people come to you, what are kind of some red flags for you that they might have an unhealthy money mindset to begin with? That's maybe even subconscious. I love that. First of all, if you are not, for example, talking directly about financial and money, if you're not making the amount of money that you want, it's probably because there is some blocks that it's holding you back to really create the abundance or the financial goals that you seek for. And this is one thing. The second thing I think it's important to see and ask yourself, what are the conversations, the feelings and the emotions that you have when we are talking about money? So if your answer is like, oh, I don't like to talk about that or, oh, it's it feels like my body contracts or I feel very angry, I feel very irritated. It's probably because you have blocks because of limiting beliefs that you have around money. So that's for me is a, a red flag. So how can you create more abundance and how can you attract more money if you if it's not something that you feel good about it? You know, so I think this would be like red flags for us to really like, okay, so that's something that we have to work on. That's something that we want to work on so we can unblock and rewire these beliefs so you can attract more of that. Okay. So tell us a little bit in that direction about your theta healing technique, because it's not like anything I'd heard of and it's really interesting and I'd, I'd love to hear more about your approach. Absolutely. So theta breathwork, right? I use theta healing and hypnobreathwork, which are two different techniques that I put it together and I call it theta breathwork. So theta breathwork is a combination of theta healing, which is a practice created by Vianna Stable years ago. And theta healing is a, a healing method. It's um, energetic method that we use to clear energetic patterns and subconscious beliefs. And with hypnobreath work, we bring the breath work, the hypnosis and the visioning process to really fire the neuropeptides so we can create this new neuropathway to sustain just this behavior change or these beliefs changes that we need to go through so we can really like be more abundant or create more wealth or create more happiness. The way that I like to present Theta Breathwork, what I like to say is it is that it's a cutting edge healing method. And what I mean by that is that we, when we do this experience, it is an experience that you go through. It happens like in a physical, in an emotional, and also in a spiritual level. So it's a body, mind, and soul integration that happens through this session. 
And the session is usually like, what do we need? It's like 30 minutes to really go through the process. I always like to have a conversation before so I can grasp some information, some limiting beliefs that you have around a certain topic, something that you want to work on. So we can clear that emotions, that energetic patterns that you have. The scientific part of that, when we talk about breath work, right, that is the one of the techniques that we use in this process, is that we change the oxygen balance in your body. When we change your oxygen balance in your body, we are quieting down the prefrontal cortex and activating different parts of our brain which is our subconscious. So we can change the old stories, the limiting beliefs, because the prefrontal cortex is our belief system activation, right? So it's the part of our brain that we are judging things. This is wrong. This is bad. This is good. This is bad. This is right. You know, all these things that we say about something, it's activating in our prefrontal cortex. So we want to quiet down this part of the brain so we can activate our subconscious and we can receive this guidance these answers that we are looking for. Sometimes I use like the intuition word so you can really understand the message that you're receiving. Sometimes I say like, what is the message that it's coming from your subconscious mind? It's a, it's a very, very cool experience. And it really puts us in this very deep theta brainwave state that it makes our brain more suggestible. So we can reprogram and rewire some of this limiting beliefs, some sabotage beliefs that we have in the background of our mind. So we bring affirmations, we bring questions that really rewire your brain. So if you never heard about neuroplasticity, that's how uh, scientifically we work in our brain. We change the way they structure in your brain to accept that belief so you can live a life that you feel more empowered. So it's, it's just like the best, like I just love to do that. A lot of people ask me, I have a lot of clients that ask me like, okay, so how do you have so much energy to do like so many sessions like that? And it's literally energized for me. Just, I just feel so good after a session. Of course, after like a week of working all the time, you feel tired because I'm a human, of course. But it's just so energized, like my private clients, and I choose very well, like the private clients that I work with, but it feels so good to serve and to see the breakthroughs that they go through and the visions and the impact that they want to create through, through the things that they receive, the intuitive actions that they receive through the session. So it's a, such a cool method to really like in a very quick way, do very big changes in your life and really move forward in a direction that it's in alignment with your heart. So there are many types of sessions that I do. Like sometimes I do, and usually I'm trying to open more group sessions. So it's more accessible because I'm not doing it private for everybody. I have like a few spots that I work with private. So I'm trying to do more like group sessions, which is more accessible for everybody. And we can like go through different directions. We can go in a direction of release and heal things that it's creating stuckness in your body, that it's really holding you back to create things that you want. Or we can go in a, into like a flow session, which is stimulated creativity, stimulating ideas for something specific, an intention that you have. Or we can go into like a manifestation and really focus on something that you want to manifest, that you want to attract in your life. 
anyway, there are like many, many paths that we can go through with Theta Breathwork. But I think the most important thing is that it is a super cool experience that really can shift the way that your brain works and the way that your heart resonates to to some things that you are going through. That's fascinating. And and speaking of creating shifts, something that you touched on a lot and, and you're using your technique or even outside your technique is self-limiting beliefs. And you even mentioned just now talking about the work you do, self-sabotaging beliefs. And I'll use myself as an example. I grew up in the United States in the Midwest and it's very humble and it's not I don't know that money isn't bad. Money isn't good, but it's kind of like you were when you were growing up. We just, it wasn't, it's not appropriate to talk about it. Right. And I've seen it play out in some people in my circles as almost this sense of unworthiness or negative, or like, I feel bad having or wanting or spending money. And I think that, you know, my mindset is money isn't inherently good or bad. I think we all Oh, I see it as energy like you, but tell me a little bit about when you encounter people that are working with this unworthiness or negative piece and kind of some, um, if they can't get right in for your awesome sessions, maybe is there some things they can start doing on a day-to-day basis to be more mindful or kind of work through and unravel these self-limiting beliefs? Yeah. So I, 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 I'm going to give an example that... I went through the last time that I was working in my money mindset. So I asked my husband to really like bring me into this journey and just so we can work on these beliefs that I had around money because I was feeling like this heavy energy around money. And I have been working my money mindset for years now. And I was like, I still feel that it's something blocking. I don't know what exactly it is. And every time that we are going through a conversation of money, I was feeling resistant towards the conversation. So we went in this journey and we completely shift the space, which I think it's a very cool thing for you to do. So if you want to like change something and I believe, consider changing your environment. So if you are always in your house and that's your space, I personally, like I work from home since COVID started. So I run my business through my room, my office. And for me, it was important to get myself out of that environment, physical environment, because it changed the way that I'm perceiving the thoughts, changed the way that I'm perceiving the feelings that I'm having. So I think this was a very cool experience. And I would recommend everybody who wants to work on something, for example, your money mindset to change the environment, because this already open yourself for a different type of energy. Second thing for me was very hard because I had to really like start to dive deeper in in the beliefs and the relationships that I have. So when I thought about money, the relationship that came up for me was my relationship with my mom. So my mom used to be the representation of money, even if she was not the person who were uh, bringing money into the house. My dad was providing more at that time than my mom. My mom was the representation of money that I have, the stories that I have, because she was the one controlling the conversations, controlling the money in the house. So I had this perspective, which talks a lot about the relationship with my mom, which for me was like, oh, so it's not going to be about, I'm not going to be talking about just money. I'm going to be talking about the relationship that I have with my mom, which I had a lot of things to heal around that. So when you 
think about money, when you think about these conversations, think also about other relationships that you have that represents that relationship that you have with money. So it might be your parents. It might be someone that was important for you in your life that gives you this direction or these conversations about money. And then think about your relationship with that person. Like, how is your relationship? What are the blocks? What are the stories that you are telling yourself about that relationship or about that person? So this was like a, a, another big step for me. It was like really dive deeper in my relationship with my mom, the feelings that I have, the blocks that I have, the way that she perceives money, the way that I learn about money. And I, every time that we are talking about changing a belief, we are talking about, first of all, awareness. So if you want to shift something, if you are noticing that you are feeling not worthy of that money, the first step is awareness the self-awareness and recognizing, accepting that that's a belief that you have. And that's okay. We all do have things that we want to work on. And that's great because the fact that you have awareness, that you have self-awareness around that topic is giving you already the key to unlock, to rewire that. And then we go through the process of deciding. For me, that's the, the second very important part of the process that are not, not a lot of people talk about that. It's deciding, like, is this a belief that you want to keep? Because it might be. It might be something that you want, don't want to, like, work on. And if it is, it's okay. It's your decision. So decide right here. This is a belief that I don't want to keep with me. I want to change that. I want to have empowered beliefs. So that's a decision. And then you practice you substitute and you practice because the way that your subconscious learn is through repetition. Why does affirmation is something that a lot of people work on? It's because we repeat and repeat, 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 and your subconscious is absorb, absorb, absorbing until a moment that it's automatic for you, that belief. So your brain already do the synapses automatic and then it becomes a belief that becomes a reality. But what a lot of people don't talk about is that that affirmation sometimes doesn't work because you don't believe in that and you don't feel the emotions around that. And so Dr. Joe Dispenza is a big guy that talks about that, right? So how do you manifest? How do you attract things? You have to associate that clear intention that you have to an elevated emotion. So a high frequency emotion that makes you integrate that, that beliefs. So if we are talking about your beliefs around money, you have to have clarity in what are the beliefs that will empower you, that makes you feel so good, that makes you feel so grateful, that makes you feel so abundant. So you can associate that affirmations that whatever is the practice that you choose to do to make you absorb that message and, and really embrace and embody that belief. So I talk a lot here. So I hope it's yeah. I mean, no, that I just want to mirror back a little bit because that was a lot of helpful information. I mean, I think the awareness piece. I like how you is of course key. Just kind of recognizing and looking back at where you're. You know, maybe maybe you grew up hearing money grows on trees. Maybe you know, there's all kinds of things. Just kind of starting to think about. It also seems to be like when you make a purchase, if there's this negative feeling or positive, I like how you talked about that. That might just be a little indicator. And then I like how you also talked about 
the the deciding, well, am I actually committed to making this shift? So let's say some people are interested in making this shift. They want to invite in more abundance. And you're a walking example of kind of going from, like we said, that scarcity mode to, to living with a great sense of personal freedom and helping others attract and maintain and scale that. What are some of the ways in your personal life? You, you talked about affirmations and that that can be cloudy for some people. So what are some of the maybe money affirmations you use and how do you use them in your personal life? How can we learn from you? I love that. And I don't, it doesn't need to be affirmations. I feel that a lot of people have a lot of resistance around affirmations and I can share some affirmations here, but it could not be good for you. I would encourage actually for you to just like look for affirmations, just go on Pinterest, go on Google and just Google image and put there money affirmations and then see the ones that resonate to you that really makes you feel good. Because if you're using affirmations that really like doesn't resonate to you, that doesn't feel right to you, they will not work. So I think that's the first thing about affirmations. The second thing is that it doesn't need to be just affirmation. It could be many different practice. I do meditation. I used to be someone that used to say, I am too busy for meditation. My mind is too busy. I have too many things to do and I don't have time for that. Since I start to commit it and really do it and I see my life completely change. So if you are someone that resonates to that, if you're someone that you used to say like, I cannot, my mind is too busy. I'm, I have too many things to do. I don't have time for that. Please. I have like a great, great thing. I have a seven day meditation challenge for free on my Instagram. Just go on my Instagram, take, take the seven day for free, do seven days in a row and then message me about that. Okay. Because I do believe that meditation really connects you deeply with yourself and with your own source and really helps you to see things in a, in a different perspective. It really like helps so much in the neuroplasticity, which is the, the, the way that your brain works, which is the, the connections that you do in your brain. So something that can really help you to embody a better mindset around money is practicing practice that really help you to see life in a different perspective helps you to change your perspective and not be so resistant to that change. So rigid in that change. So meditation is another thing. The other thing that you can do is just put yourself in more rooms to talk about money and see what comes up and see like what others' perspectives are around money. What do you say about money? What do you feel when you talk about money? And you're going to start to see a shift in your energy around that. How do you feel more confidence? It's by practicing. So in the beginning, it might feel very uncomfortable. It might feel very rigid for you. But then you're going to start to feel more confident and talk about that. Then you're going to start to feel more comfortable and more flow to talk about that. So just give a chance. The other thing is listening to books. I, I love to do audiobooks. There are a lot of people that prefer to just read, but there are so many great books. I can say like a few of them that really helped me. So Kyle Sees has a great one that it's called The Illusion of Money. He talks a lot about the energy of money and how do you shift this energy. We have The Secret of Millionaire Mind, which is a big one. A lot of people who go through this transformation process around money read this book. We have... What is the name of the other book, uh, Rich, that, poor dad, 
Rich Dad. I don't remember the, the name of the book, but it's another great one. Like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Is that what you're I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yes, we'll, yes. We'll get it in the show notes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I never read this one, but my husband did. And he really loved because it really like changed the way that he was seeing like investments and, and the way that he really liked the conversations that he had around money. So I think that the two biggest ones for me are this, this two KOCs and this, the secrets of millionaire mind. And another book that it's not exactly about money, but really helped me to change the perspective that I have around everything is the code of the extraordinary mind by Vishen Lakhani, which talks a lot about the cultural escape and the, 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 the mind that we have around things. So we put everything in boxes and this book really helped me to open my mind around topics. So it's another one that I really recommend people to read. Well, thank you so much for sharing these resources, because that seems like literally a no brainer if someone, cause this is an intimidating, especially for people that aren't used to, like we said, a million reasons why people are uncomfortable with on the, even the topic of money. So yeah. having that quiet access to maybe some of these books just to, to further explore. And uh, I think that that's really helpful. So thank you for sharing that list. And again, we'll make sure to clarify and I'll get those in the show notes so people can check those out. Yeah. And then in the course, if you are more like a course person, you're not into like books and audiobooks. I would recommend this quest that I did that it's made by Mindvalid that it's called Money EQ. So this is a great one by Ken Honda. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. All right. Well, I know we're coming up on time. I am someone, I, I do a lot of journaling and I also encourage my listeners to have deeper conversations with other women in their circles. And so I always close by asking my guests, what should we be asking ourselves more? Oh, I love that. I mean, the first thing that came into my mind is how do I feel about that? Because the things that you feel within yourself It's the first indication around if that's the right path for you, if that's, and not coming from like the, again, from the prefrontal cortex, the judgment part, but about like, how does your heart feel? What what is your intuition is telling you about that? And we have, we all do have this very intuitive body that gives us answer. We are connected to the source. It's not just me. It's not just you. Anyone who is listening to this podcast right now, you do have your intuition there. And the only reason for you to not be listening to that is just because you are not practicing to listen that for so many years, you hold yourself back to really follow this intuition. And now your intuition is asking you to just like, okay, can you give me a chance right here? And you just need to give a chance. So I think that the, for me, what the first thing that came up is like, how do I feel? What is my body experiencing in this moment? That's wonderful. I think that's a great filter. So thank you so much. Thank you for all your time and energy. This is a fascinating topic and I loved our conversation. And I know, I know um, my listeners is that you, you referenced some of your offerings. I'm sure there's going to be people that want to check it out. So why don't you tell us, you know, where we can find you support you, check out your offerings with a little bit of more course. depth. I love that. Yeah. I am very open on my Instagram. If you message me, if you DM me, I try to reply to everybody who messaged me and I love to be connecting with people. 
uh, even if you don't want to like do any type of work with me, just connecting, just learning more about each other. You can message me, you can DM on my Instagram, uh, which is at Beatrice with C in the end, VB. Or you can find me on my website, which is BeatriceBoas.com. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This was a pleasure to talk with you and I can't wait to share out this episode soon. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you joined me today. If you're looking for more, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at at Whitney Woman. And if you enjoyed the show, I invite you to support me by leaving a review or sharing it with a friend. Hope you have an inspired day.